Welcome to Your Creative Adventure Podcast, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. We're your hosts, CJ and Shelley Hitz. While you listen to today's episode, we encourage you to get out your colored pencils, markers, or paints and create while you listen. You may also be inspired to take creative notes with your hand lettering and sketches. If so, download our free lettering resources at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash free. Are you ready to allow God to take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined? If so, let's get started. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Your Creative Adventure. I'm CJ. And I'm Shelly. We're so glad that you're listening in and joining us today. Yeah, and again, we want to start off with uh, just another shout out with a review that we received. And again, we're just so thankful for these uh, reviews. This one comes from Rojo's Cafe. Um, and it says, Shelly and CJ provide some real-life experiences and obstacles they've had and how they overcame them. They share uplifting scriptures, ideas, and suggestions on how to improve your creative biz. Having those specific ideas is helpful to get started in the, light, in the right direction for success, listening to their personal ups and downs and how to learn from them to move forward is encouraging and inspiring. Looking forward to future podcasts and being motivated by their words. So thank you so much, uh, Rojo's Cafe. We appreciate it. Yes, and we really do appreciate each one of you. We put a lot of time and energy into these podcasts, but it's for you. It's so that you can benefit. You can really, truly learn to sell your art and glorify God in the process and grow a business and a brand that you're proud of. So we're just so um, privileged to be able to do this and to have the technology <laughs> to be able to do it. So today we're going to be talking about God as our refuge and strength. And we have a couple key verses we're going to share. And the first one is Psalm 46, 1. You want to read that, CJ? Yeah, and this is the New Living Translation. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. Yeah, and I love um, looking at different translations too, just to see what they say. And I studied this verse really in depth a few months ago, and it was just a time where I, I was just needing to have God as my refuge. But I love how the message says, um, the message says, God is a safe place to hide. Mm. That just resonates with me. It's like a safe place to hide. And then the Passion Translation, it says, you're a proven help in times of trouble, more than enough. I love that. And always available whenever I need you. And then the Amplified Version says, God is our strength are a refuge and strength, mighty and impenetrable. Mm. I love that thought of like, he is mighty and impenetrable. And so sometimes when you're reading a verse and it really speaks to you, it's really helpful to look at other translations and just see how it says it. Because sometimes it will just, it will penetrate your heart in a different way. Absolutely. You know, and I looked up the word refuge um, in the Hebrew which is a word uh, called makase, you know, M-A-C-H-A-C-E-H, makase. 
And in Hebrew, it means uh, a shelter from rain or storm, from danger. And it appears at least 20 times in the Old Testament. Hmm. And it really reminds me, you know, I've, I've followed the, uh, the mountain and trail running scene for years, you know, something I really enjoy. And, you know, you get races uh, or events that are in the high mountains, whether it be in the Alps or the Andes or even the Himalayas. Uh, and we have some shelters here as well, you know, uh, in our Rocky Mountain range. But in a lot of these countries, you find what's called refugios. So, you know, it's a Spanish it's a or Latin word, you know, meaning refuge. And these refugios are essentially safe places whenever storms pop up. You know, they're a place that you can go and actually hide and sort of be a temporary place until you wait out that storm. But yeah, that's really a great me, picture. Yeah, it's just uh, sometimes you know in life we just have this onslaught of of hail or snow or rain just pounding against our lives, and we just kind of you know you you need those times of complete refuge from the dangers you know that are out there. Or the onslaught that our enemy, you know, in a very real way, brings to us. And on our own, we're powerless. But in God, you know, he is that refuge and strength. So just a a nice picture for me, you know, when I was looking up that word. I recently um, went back and did a couple sessions of counseling. And where it was kind of just you know, allowing God just to bring more healing in my life regarding my grandma's murder when I was eight years old. And I was doing some journaling that my counselor led me to do. And I felt like the Lord showed me a picture of when I was um, in that period of life, when it was just like the storms of life were were pounding against me. And as, as an eight-year-old, you can't really understand that. And I felt like the Lord showed me that it was like just a crazy storm and winds and all of these things. And yet there was this little this little, um, I don't even know how to call it, like a shack or something, like a wooden structure, but it was just like a little house and there was a fire inside and God was in there and he had provision for me. I was wet and, you know, soggy and he got me, you know, dry clothes and a blanket and he had food ready for me to eat and that safety and that shelter. And I just saw myself crawling up on his lap and just feeling warm and satisfied and safe, even in the midst of the trials of life. And that picture was just so good for me to remember, like God was with me during those trials and during that really traumatic time in my life. And he is my safe place, even today. You know, I've been going through a lot of transition and just just some stuff that has really... <laughs> brought up some stress for me and just remembering that like he is my safe place and so I love that picture you know that you had brought up CJ yeah and just uh you know to read that verse again and then I want to read a couple verses after that you know this is David that um you know of course David had all kinds of uh uh dangers that he was navigating in his life um you know times where where his very life was being threatened and and yet he's a great example of someone that was constantly coming back to that refuge, constantly coming back to that shelter, and never forgetting where his safe place was. But verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. 
Verse 2, so we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. And, you know, what are the what are the earthquakes, you know, going on in your life right now? What are some of the, the storms that the enemy, you know, uh, has brought your way? You know, there is a safe place. There is a shelter uh, that we can run to, even in the midst of the chaos in our lives. Uh, there's always a shelter that we can run to. Yeah. And I, when I was studying this scripture, I actually broke it down into four different parts. So the first part is God is our refuge. He is my refuge. And that really just represents safety. And like I mentioned, you know, the message translation says, you know, God is a safe place to hide. And so when you think of God, you can think of him as your safety, a safe place to hide when when the, the circumstances of life feel overwhelming. And then the second part of the verse is that he is our strength and that God provides what we need, that it's not up to us, that we don't have to figure it all out, but that God's strength is mighty and impenetrable, just like the Amplified Version said. And then the third part was always ready to help. So he is our constant. He is with us. We are not alone. And he has all the answers. He's available 24-7, and we can count on God. Um, the, tr- the Passion Translation said that God is more than enough. He's you know always ready to help. He's more than enough. And then the final part was that um, in times of trouble. So, you know, lately, I just really feel like God's been really reminding me and gently coaching me on like, Shelly, you know, let your first reaction be to come to me when you have trouble, when you have circumstances, when things feel out of control, that God is my source and he will take away the worry, anxiety, and stress because he is here. And so I just kind of wrote a... Um, statement based upon all of that, that God is a safe place to hide. He is impenetrable and more than enough. He is a proven help anytime I'm in trouble and he is always available. I can count on him. And it was interesting because when I was writing that out and just especially like that God is the safe place to hide and he's impenetrable, it reminded me, CJ, of Ephesians 6 verse 16 when it talks about the shield of faith. Do you remember that verse Hmm. where it it talks about the shield of faith and it talks about, you know, that the shield of faith will will stop the fiery arrows of the enemy. And it's like Mm -hmm. this this picture of the shield protecting us. It's impenetrable. It's our safe place to hide. And the enemy cannot get us when we have God's shield of faith. When we have God as our refuge and strength, we are protected. We are safe. And yet so many times we step outside of that shield, trying to do things in our own strength, trying to figure it out, trying to be in control, whatever. And yet there is a safe place for us to hide even when when that spiritual battle comes almost makes me think of uh you know the material that those heat shields are made of you know in the space shuttle you know yeah they leave the atmosphere and they're very vulnerable you know to uh, you know the outside forces you know after they leave our atmosphere and of course um outside of that space shuttle um 
you know, the men and women that have the astronauts, they, they're not going to last very long, but you know, that heat shield really protects, uh, they're, they're in that safe place. They're in that refuge, so to speak, that is carrying them safely to where they're trying to get to. And, and you hope for a safe return as well. Exactly. Now, a couple weeks ago, we talked about winning the day and, you know, just really being able to stay in the present moment. And we mentioned the verse Philippians 4, 6, but wanted to kind of touch on that, those um, verses again in this um, podcast and really expand it to verses 6 and 7. So why don't you read that verse, those verses, CJ? Yeah, and this is the New Living Translation. So it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Yes, so good. And, you know, I looked up that word guard uh, in the Greek which is the word frureo. It's sort of a hard word to pronounce. It's P-H-R-O-U-R-E-O. So it's a frureo in Greek, and it means to guard, protect by a military guard, to prevent hostile invasion, to keep with a garrison, you know, as, as in a Roman army garrison. You know, Paul right. would have been uh, very familiar with Roman control and, and uh, garrisons and cavalries and legions, you know, of, of their military. And so, you know, you really think of that when you think of God's peace. Right. What is it that will guard you? It's his peace mm-hmm. that will actually guard us. God's peace is a safe place. Again, that word refuge, it's a safe place to take cover from our enemy. You almost just think of the enemy with those fiery arrows doing everything possible to find a weakness, to find an end. And yet our God and his peace are a safe place, a refuge to hide even during these times of trouble. And, you know, in my own life, I've experienced uh, things like depression and just dealing with some of those those things, uh, feelings of doubt, um, you know, you, you're not going to be able to accomplish this or that. Um, and it could be even with my own writing, you know, I've, uh, I had a couple years where I kind of took a break from a lot of intense writing and I'm kind of, you know, getting back into it. I recently just finished, uh, a book on prayer, just a little book on prayer. And, and that was an accomplishment for me because I had, I sort of had to, uh, rework those muscles, you know, get that muscle memory right. going again. You know, things that had been out of practice, a little rusty. Uh, I was able to, you know, practice on a daily basis. And and really, I give God all the credit for allowing me to finish this little book. And during that time, there were many times I just had to go in prayer, just in a dark place, just a quiet place where I said, Lord, I need you. I need your your protection. I need you as my refuge. I'm being hit hard in my mind. You know, just feelings of doubt. Uh, And so I know, I've experienced personally that you can can find that safe place and that God will give you uh, those times of peace. 
and uh, the enemy has to flee. You know, he can't uh, be in God's presence. Um, and uh, that's comforting to know when I can run to the Lord and the enemy can't uh, come into that, that place. But there's been many times in my life when I've run to things like food or, you know, even, you know, in running terms, you know, races and competition and trying to find my worth in those things and validation and approval and accolades from others and, you know, how many likes am I getting in social media? And, right. You know, when I think of those places that I'm running to as a refuge, I almost think of a an old rundown shack <laughs> that isn't even going to keep animals out. You know, they can just freely come and go and roam. And, you know, those are, those. are that's a picture of, of what it looks like when we try to run to things outside of God. You know, it's a shelter that's just going to, you almost just think of, uh, you know, the big bad wolf. I know? was just thinking <laughs> of that. I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll, I'll blow, blow your, your house, house down. down. Or, you know, building your house on the sand instead of on the rock. Yeah. You know, that I think is in Matthew. It talks about that. But I was recently listening to a podcast on um, Revelation Wellness. If you guys don't follow them, I highly recommend checking out their podcast, listening to it when you walk or exercise or clean or whatever you do. But um, Elisa Keaton was talking about these verses, Philippians 4, 6 to 7, and she talked about having peace on post. So peace being that guard, peace on post. And, you know, I've heard that a lot. And, you know, we, you know, we've taught this before, but Recently, God has um, just really revealed to me and shown me how I am really one of those like highly sensitive persons. I really feel everything to a heightened degree, more so than other people. And, you know, I always wondered why things affected me more than it affected my sister. We could go through the exact same circumstances and I would just be impacted so greatly and she would not. And it was just like, wow, how is that? But God makes all of us different. But I think there's a lot of you that are listening that are creatives, that you are also highly sensitive people. Um, I think CJ, you can kind of relate to that as well. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, almost hilarious that uh, the Lord put two highly sensitive people together here. (laughs) We're like across from each other. Wait a second. (laughs) Um, That's why God has to be our refuge, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, it was one of those things that when I was listening to Elisa talking about peace on post, and then, you know, I had just had this revelation of like how I'm just a highly sensitive person and all of the trauma that's happened in my life impacted me in such a, a deeper way, I think, because of that. But the Lord was showing me like he is my guard. His peace is that guard to that highly sensitive mind and heart. He is the one that guards and can filter out and can, you know, remove anything. And I just have to ask him and his peace to be on post in my mind, in my heart every day so that I'm not getting bombarded and I'm not, you know, just being impacted by anything and everything, but that I'm staying in his peace. I'm staying in joy. And, you know, it's a process. And, you know, when we start to realize that we're, we don't have joy or we don't have peace, then that's when we know we've kind of stepped outside of that place of of being, in, you know, in God. And, you know, all we have to do is just ask him to 
put that piece back on post. And that was just a new thought for me. And I think it was just really helpful, especially with, you know, the sensitivities that I have. And I'm a deeply emotional person. And that really, I think, ministers to a lot of people in my writing and my speaking. And when I share my testimony, but I also really have to be even more intentional, uh, intentional about putting peace on post. Yeah. So, you know, again, I think um, a lot of us, you know, uh, creatives, those of you who are artists or musicians or writers or any of the other creative arts, there is a lot at stake. You know, God is wanting to do something powerful through each one of us. And, and to create means that you're essentially coming against, you know, even the kingdom of darkness. You know, you're, right. you're, you're sharing the light that God is uh, shining through you, through your individual person. And God has unique abilities and gifts that he's given you. And so I do think that uh, it is important for us to be able to constantly run to the Lord. I mean, start your day just just almost with that that vision of God being your refuge, whether it's that image of the refugio, you know, up in the mountains, or the helmet, uh, or the shield, I, I should say, you know, that's... that's Shield uh, of faith. That's actually, you know, preventing those fiery arrows from getting to your mind and your heart. You know, whatever picture that God... Uh, brings to you, start your day off with that. It is so important, especially for us creatives, because a lot of times what the enemy wants to do in terms of strategy is he does want to get us into a depressed state, or he wants to get us into a place where, you know, he accuses us, or, you know, you can't do anything creative. Look at your past, or... Or fear, yeah. you know, fear and stress fear failing. Yeah. and worry and all of that. And one thing that's really been helping me lately, and and God has really shown me that I need, I really need to do this more consistently because of the type of work I do, because of the type of sensitivities I have. But I think it's helpful for anyone is the power of silent meditation. So I was recently listening to Caroline Leaf. She's, you know, a doctor and she's talked a lot about how your brain is impacted. And, you know, she has a lot of good research a lot of great books, but she was recently talking about this, but I have heard so many people talk about this, that 15 to 20 minutes a day, you know, in silent meditation, or you could do like a breath prayer in the back of the Illuminate Prayer Journal that we recently released. We have a bunch of different examples of breath prayers, like come Lord Jesus, or you can, you know, just, you know, pray, let go. Abba, I belong to you. Abba, I belong to you. But it could just be just something that you're praying over and over, but you're basically just getting into a place where you're shutting your brain off and it's going to take time. Like I'm, I started with five minutes. Now I'm up to 10 minutes <laughs> and 10 minutes is hard. And, you know, I'm going to work my way up to 20. But basically they said it's, it's like you release the stress. So it's like letting air out of a balloon and just having that 15 to 20 minutes every day, it will just help to keep you um, more in a peaceful state. And the picture God gave me, I was, CJ and I recently took a, a trip away. I needed a mental 
health break from business and everything. We went over to Durango, Colorado, and um, CJ got a hotel room that had a jet tub because he knows I love my baths. And so I was taking a bath one day after we had a hike, and it was kind of dirty bath water, and I was draining the bath, and the Lord was like, showing me like that picture of draining that dirty bath water is kind of like what meditation does. It it gets rid of all of that old, you know, the dirty, the the gunk or whatever. And you just you just kind of can picture it drain away. But then also what it does is it makes room for the new. So if you keep putting more water in that tub and you're not draining it, it is going to overflow and cause problems. And I think sometimes that's what happens with our stress or, you know, our emotions. And so if you're like me and you're a highly sensitive person or, you know, you have had um, just a lot of things coming um, against you, I would just encourage you to try it. Start with just a minute, then, you know, gradually work it up to where you're up to 15 to 20 minutes a day. And just, and just, you know, you can just say release, release, or sometimes I'll just say, I receive from you, Papa, you know, Papa God is what I call him. Or I just, I'll say, let go, let go. And, and so that's something I just wanted to share with you. Yeah. And, you know, another form of meditation would be to take maybe one scripture or a part of a scripture even, and just, you know, that's the one thing that you're you're chewing on. You're you're tossing it through your mind. Uh, you're allowing the Lord to maybe even reveal images and pictures. In this case, Psalm 46.1, God is, you could personalize this, God is my refuge and strength. God is my refuge refuge Mm. and strength always ready to help me in times of trouble yes god is my refuge and strength always always ready you know and and so it's it's um it doesn't have to be a lot you don't want to just fill your mind with with a whole bunch of words but you might have one thought that you just turn over almost like you're turning over soil and, and allowing that ground to be fertile and, and ready for God to plant in you whatever he desires. Yeah. So you're softening the soil. You're meditating. When you think of that word meditate, you even think of to chew on. And I, I also recommend that po- podcast I told you about, Revelation Wellness. They also have episodes called Be Still and Be Loved. And Elisa Keaton, um, the founder, she'll read a scripture and then she'll have soft music on the background and she'll lead you into a time of meditation. Mm-hmm. And she'll just have you breathing and praying. And so those are really great too. If you just if you just need something to turn on to, you know, get the crazy brain stopped. and <laughs> Crazy brain. Crazy brain. But um, let's go ahead and um, have a time of listening prayer for one moment or one minute um, where you're just asking the Lord, like, what is he saying to you today about this, about him being your refuge and strength, about him and his peace being on post um, over your mind and your heart? Just take a minute and um, ask the Lord to speak to you personally.
Okay, so, you know, during that time, I actually even got a picture, another picture of a shelter. You know, many of you, especially you, uh, those of you that live in the South, um, you might have what's called a tornado shelter, you know, in your town. Oh, yeah. Uh, those of you in Florida or South Carolina, North Carolina, you might have a hurricane shelter. You know, uh, whenever these storms come up, it's necessary to actually go to an even safer place, a place that's even more barricaded, a place that can withstand those high winds, and also a place where you can actually take cover, you know, in case there are any flying objects, uh, you know, from 100 to 150 mile an hour winds. And so we know that storms are going to come our way in life. Right. But I'm reminded, you know, that Jesus said... Um, Trials and tribulations, they are going to come, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Yeah. And so, you know, I want you just to um, just to rest in that peace. Whatever you're going through, just know that God is big enough. He is a mighty refuge. So let's just pray together and... Uh, as we do, just, just envision yourself just laying that again uh, at his feet. Uh, envision yourself just going into his refuge. Lord, we thank you so much for your promises. We thank you for Psalm 46.1 and David sharing that you are our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. I pray, Lord, specifically for each and every person listening, whatever storm they're in, uh, they're going through, I just pray that uh, they would find you as their refuge and strength, a place where they can hide, a place where they can take shelter, take cover, a place that is safe and protective. And uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, each one of us would develop the habit of running to you daily as our shelter and really allowing your peace as Philippians, as Paul gave us in Philippians, that peace to guard us, you know, guard our hearts and our minds as we live in Christ Jesus. So Lord, would you just wash over each and every person listening right now with your peace? Would you fill them, Lord, from head to toe with your peace that passes understanding? And we thank you so much for all of the creative things that you are doing through each and every one of our listeners. And we pray that you would accomplish all that you desire through each one of them. And we ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. We hope that you're blessed through this episode and we will talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. We have a free gift for you. It's called The Art of Prayer. It's an ebook that is 21 pages long and it will help you add color and creativity to your prayer life. So go and download it right now for free at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash art of prayer. We would love to be able to help you in your journey to just incorporate your creativity in your prayer life. So again, just go over to yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash art of prayer. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Creative Adventure with CJ and Shelly Hits, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. If you've been encouraged or inspired in any way by today's podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag us at Your Creative Adventure so we can connect with you and cheer you on in your art journey. It also means the world to us when you take a few moments to post a rating and review on iTunes. Once you do, send an email to support at yourcreativeadventure.com with a screenshot of your review and we'll send you our Plan It Day Goal Setting Worksheets, a $47 value for free. We believe you have been given unique creative gifts and a specific role to play in the Kingdom of Heaven that will make an impact for eternity. Join us next time as we partner with God to help you take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined.